What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. You know, I'm Will Brinson. I'm the host. We do eight shows a week, sometimes more in the case of an emergency. I always say our Friday shows, our signature show, the pick show. Oh, wait, sorry. I don't tell that to the super friends. Our Sunday show is the signature show. Um, what's really our signature thing here? Emergency podcast. And Ron Rivera of the Carolina Panthers was fired on Tuesday afternoon. And that means we fire up the siren and get the super friends on board to break it down. Joining me as they do, uh, now thrice this week, well, Ryan, four times. Ryan Wilson, John Breach, Sean Wagner. Ryan, uh, scale of 1 to 10, what was your shock when you found out that Ron Rivera had been fired by the Carolina Panthers and owner David Tepper? The timing was really shocking because there's a month left in the season. They're truly terrible. We know that. Um, it all started after the bye when they got their doors blown off uh, in San Francisco. Fine, you, you give a 50-burger to the 49ers. That happens. But you can't lose to the Falcons, and you can't lose to the Redskins. And I think David Tepper said, you know what, that's a wrap. And um, I actually pointed this out on HQ when I was talking to, to you and, and Jonathan Breach there. Um, in, ter- in the statement that the Panthers released with Tepper's name all over it, he said, we're going to make a comprehensive and thorough review of our football operation to make sure we are structured for long-term sustained, sustained success. And that sounds boilerplate, but I really do think he's the analytics guy, and he ain't messing around with Ron Rivera doing sort of the old-school only approach to football. And that, that statement also said we want to do a, have a good mix of old school and new school. And to me, I think he's looking around at the at the Ravens. He's looking around at the Bills in terms of how they build their organization, the 49ers to a lesser degree. And that's what he wants to see because he is a businessman. We know he's a billionaire, hedge fund guy. But um, he has a business school named after him at Carnegie Mellon in Pittsburgh. He gave $67 million. So um, he ain't just wasting money. He doesn't want to waste his money in Carolina. And I think – he wants to get a head start on the coaching search. I don't know how much of that you can actually do because ultimately how many coaches are out there that you can find, but he, he's done with Ron Rivera. So it, it's, um, you know, done for Ron. Yeah. You can't breach. You're not allowed to talk to any assistant coaches or other head coaches. Obviously you could talk to somebody like a Mike McCarthy who was with the Packers. If you wanted to interview him, um, you could also of course talk to somebody like a Dabo Sweeney or a Matt rule. Those are two of the names that Matt Rule of Baylor, Davos Sweeney of Clemson. Those are two names um, I'm including there. By the way, breaking, the, J- the Jets actually said you can talk to Adam Gase right now if you want to. <laughs> uh, Breach, do you um, do you think that – well, what, what do you think this does for – Let's we'll get to Cam Newton in a second. Do you think reading Marty Herney's statement – excuse me, uh, David Tepper's statement, he said that thing that – you know, the comprehensive thing. He also said, our vision to find the right mix of old school discipline and mo- toughness with modern and innovative processes. We will consider a wide range of football executives to complement our current football staff. One change that we will implement is hiring an assistant general manager and vice president of football operations. Do you think that Marty Herney sounds safe or not safe? Uh, I would say based on talent, when we go by who he's drafted, talent evaluation, he's safe. But in his current role as general manager, I feel like he's kind of in the same school as Ron Rivera, a little bit older school, and that might be someone Tepper looks to replace. And we did hear Jonathan Jones say that maybe they'll find a different role in the organization for Marty Herney so they can keep his talent evaluation skills, uh, but maybe get rid of the other part. And, and Brent, you just mentioned the coaching stuff and, and who they could look to hire. And if you're going to fire a coach – with four weeks left to play, there has to be a plan there. Otherwise, why not let him finish out the season, especially if it's coaches led you to three division titles, led you to a Super Bowl at one point. And so I do feel like their first step here is probably going to be to talk to college coaches because that's really, besides Mike McCarthy, that is your candidate pool right now of guys you are allowed to interview before the NFL regular season. Uh, so I do think this timing is interesting and 
just so you know, on a scale of shocked that Ryan never answered because I think he ignores all your questions, I was a seven on the one to ten scale. Uh, I was uh, I was hanging out playing with my son Sean, being a good father, and uh, we were playing on the little Osmo device, doing some like some coding stuff. I, I told him that if you learn how to code, you can play video games for a living, and he's all in on it. <laughs> uh, why do Why do you want him to code? Because then you could be a rich Fortnite coder or something. I don't. Just, by the way, Sean is asking this question f- literally from Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, right? Yeah, so he's like a a, a football blogger who lives in Silicon Valley. Um, if you, if, we'll get to Canada to a second, and, <clears throat> excuse me, and what the Panthers will do with their with their position. Sean, if you had to sum up, you know, I'll give you one word, and then you can expound on it. But just one word to uh, to define the Ron Rivera tenure. Began in 2011. He came in with uh, with Cam Newton, of course, as the number one pick. Hired by Marty Herney, who was later fired, replaced by David Gettleman, then later fired, replaced by Marty Herney again. Uh, how would you sum up the Ron Rivera tenure in Carolina? Oh, one word. You know, uh, tell us I, I, I wanted like to go that, with that like, sigh hit the nail on the head, man. That I wanted to say almost, like, almost, because like he's one game of if he wins that Super Bowl against the Broncos, I don't know if they're firing him midseason. Um, I know it's a different ownership situation, and under the previous ownership, I'm sure he's not getting fired in December. They're letting him finish out the year, um, but he had a lot of success and just never could get the team completely over the hump in the playoffs. He went. Three and four, I believe, in the postseason. Um, and they went into that Super Bowl against the Broncos that we were all at. And I think most of us probably were picking them to win that game. And they completely laid an egg in that. So I, I think he, it was an ultimately successful era. And uh, he's probably going to get another job if he wants a job this year. Or, sorry, next year. Um, but I think almost is the word. Because he was so close to completely. If they go 15-1 and one and win that Super Bowl, like his legacy is so secure, regardless of what happens at his next job and after that. Yeah, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't necessarily argue with that. Um, the one thing I would say is that even if he wins the Super Bowl, like he still went 6-10, and 11-5, 7-5, and now 5-7. and seven. And I don't know... Remember, Jerry Richardson fired uh, Marty Herney midseason, so I don't know that Jerry Richardson would be scared to fire anybody midseason. I think the the actual buzz, and people are really surprised, people are shocked that Ron Rivera was fired at this point instead of being allowed to instead of playing out the year. I I think there'll be I'd love to hear, and we'll find out later on. I, I would love to know what the ba- the full backstory of that is because I think that probably what happened is David Tepper went to him and said, "Look, Ron, um, you know this is, you know, I'm probably going to be making a change this off season." I don't want to, you know, be snooping around on college coaches and other candidates while you're still coaching. And, you know, it, but like, I want to let you know. And don't, don't forget too that Ron Rivera, um, you know, this move allows, uh, it moved. Perry Fuel is going to be the, uh, interim, the interim head coach. He, he was the interim head coach in 2009 with the Buffalo Bills, was also one of the, one of the finalists for the Panthers job in 2011 that, that Ron Rivera landed. So it gives Perry Fuel a chance to kind of get his name back on the radar. It gives North Turner a chance to be the special assistant to the head coach. And more importantly, maybe give Scott Turner, their quarterbacks coach, a chance to call plays for a month. So I actually think there's some benefit to guys who worked with Ron Rivera and Ron knew the end was coming. So maybe, maybe it gives him a little chance to step back, relax and decide if he wants to keep going or if he wants to, uh, if he wants to bail. Hey, let me point this out quickly. Um, when Ron got candidate, a quick search of Ron Rivera Panthers replacement. And the first thing that came up was from 2012. Uh, you know, the first time or maybe even the second time he was up for getting fired. And these are the top five candidates to replace Ron Rivera, according to Bleach Report. And I'm sure we probably wrote similar things, but this is just sort of funny to look back. Number one, 
Chip Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, and this one actually, this would be interesting, but it's not going to happen now, obviously. Bruce Arians, that would be, that could potentially uh, have some ramifications on, on Cam Newton's plan. Jack Del Rio. I mean, is he a better choice than Mike McCarthy right now? He may be. No? I would be really surprised if David Tepper hired Jack Del Rio. Perry Fuel still on the list. You mentioned he uh, was the interim in 09 for the uh, the Bills. And <laughs> number five, Brinson's guy, Norvell Turner. Nice. Uh, this is in – what year was this again? 2012. Who is on the coaching staff right now and the assistant head coach now that Rivera's gone. Wait, this was this was, this was was a list to replace Ron Rivera after – had to have been after the 2012 season. December right, 31st, right. 2012. That's right. Okay, because he'd gone – at that point he was 13 and 19. Uh, he would go 12 and 4 the next year. You know, never, he never had two winning seasons in a row, which is kind of – Insane. Um, it was every other year they would win, it felt like. Right? Also kind of insane, the Panthers have never had two winning seasons in a row in franchise history. Oh. Ooh, Ron Rivera finished 76-63-1 and one as the uh, Panthers head coach, a 55 winning percentage, and uh, seven playoff games, as Sean pointed out, three and four. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, look, most wins in franchise history, everybody knows that. It was longest-tendered Panthers head coach, nine seasons. That's a long time. Nine seasons is a long time to be head coach. And we were actually approaching a time in our lives where, um, I, I think that, uh, I think that like, uh, there's going to be a coach hired in 2016 who's going to be one of the five or ten longest tenured head coaches. Might be Sean McDermott or like Doug Peterson. It could be. And, and you, you mentioned Rivera being there a long time. There's only six coaches right now who have been, had a longer tenure than Ron Rivera. And just real quick, that's Jason Garrett somehow. (laughs) Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin, Bill Belichick, Sean Payton, and John Harbaugh. So this is the only six coaches that had a longer tenure than All of those guys have something in common except one, and I can't figure out what. <laughs> I know you're talking about Garrett. They've been to a Super Bowl. Is that what it is? <laughs> they won a Super Bowl? They all won a Super Bowl except Jason Garrett? I think they have. Yeah, uh, but you know the the reason for that, and you point to it every time we talk about it. Jerry Jones couldn't control any of those other guys Breach mentioned. He can control – Right. The the first original robot, the guy who spawned Russell Wilson last night in in that weird sort of mic'd up uh, Um I don't want to I don't want to bang on some some other, some other writer here, but like I saw uh, like uh, Mac from uh, the Mac Attack retweet this, so he's like, I don't think that's a list. Somebody put together a list of like it's like fan sided list of like slideshow of like five Panthers possible head coaches. I'll see if I can find it, but like w- like the first one was Jason Garrett. They're not hiring <laughs> Jason Garrett. Like, like David Tepper's made it clear he wants a ballsy analytic. Like David Tepper literally has a pair of brass balls on his desk at Appaloosa Trading Management or Appaloosa Management or whatever it is. Like he's not going to hire Jason Garrett, the most milk toast coward on the planet, when he just got rid of Ron Rivera. So I, I would expect, and Jason Lock and Forward pointed out on this podcast that he thinks the, the Panthers will probably build some kind of models to try and figure, like analytical models to try and give input into what what makes a good coach, like. You know, success in college, um, success on offense, success on defense. I mean, who knows what the hell is going to go into that stuff. But, I mean, he's obviously employing some pretty smart people if they're coming from his original place of business. I, well, let me ask you this. Is Dabo Sweeney a crazy idea? Clemson's- why would Dabo Sweeney leave? Like, why would Lincoln Riley leave? Why would those guys leave their current situation where they're literally the god of Clemson and the god of Oklahoma? It's the same reason Nick Saban left LSU. Where's Nick Saban now? At Alabama. 
How did that Miami thing work out? Same reason Pete Carroll left USC. Just kidding. He left for sanctions. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best candidate, and you guys keep talking about analytics and the fact that we might still have Cam Newton there. Uh, first person I'm calling as soon as they're allowed to be called, which wouldn't be till the end of the NFL season because this person's currently an assistant, is Greg Roman. Because mm-hmm. look, you have somebody who is with Harbaugh. The Ravens are the ultimate model for the analytics football team right now. He's coaching in that system. He's put together an unbelievable offense with Lamar Jackson. You could come, and if Cam Newton's healthy, you can run a similar system. Probably not the same because he doesn't. Cam's not as fast as Lamar, but you can design a similar offense around Cam Newton. I think Greg Roman would do a great job of that. Uh, but again, Cam Newton's health is such a dicey thing right now because we don't know if he'll be healthy. But probably Greg Roman would be my first phone call as soon as the Ravens see. Ends. Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down for Mike McCarthy, Sean? Down. I mean, we just, you talked about the analytics and a guy who's aggressive. I mean, this is the same guy who loved to kick field goals inside the five yard line with Aaron Rodgers in playoff games. So I, that would be a total thumbs down for me. Okay. Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, they were talking in HQ that maybe he's learned from his year off. Maybe he hasn't. I mean, do you want to take that chance, bring him in there and watch a bunch of boring football and lose football games you shouldn't lose because he took a year off and you know, is a better place health-wise. All right, let's assume for – and just because this is what we're working on right now. Let's assume that Marty Herney stays. And I think Marty Herney's done a pretty good job drafting players and bringing them in and, and signing free agents in his second run with the Panthers, especially since Jerry Richardson got out of his way and stopped making him do certain stuff. Um, let's assume Marty Herney stays. I would – if you if you hear that they're hiring a vice president of football operations, that's a football czar type of role. Okay, that is someone who is going to work above the GM. You know, that is like that's the John Elway was the GM and then promoted himself to VP of Ops. Uh, Tom, you know, David Caldwell was the GM and then Tom Call Tom Coughlin slid in above him as the VP of Football Operations. So, it's worth noting that slid into his GMs, or slid into his DMs. Nice, slid into his GM. <laughs> I like it. It's but it's worth noting that this is pretty good. Um, it's worth noting that whoever is hired to be that VP of Football Ops is probably first going to evaluate Marty Herney and decide if he wants to keep Marty Herney or not. Um, if he doesn't keep him, he'll hire a new GM. Then he'll hire an assistant to the GM and so or, or an assistant GM or whatever you want to call it, Dwight, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Schrute, assistant to the regional GM. Um, and then at that point, that's when they will make uh, a decision about Cam Newton's future. Knowing that it is impossible to suggest factually what they are going to do, Ryan, how do you think this plays out for Cam? And how much does Cam's presence and situation play into what they do with the head coach and, and who, you know, who is replacing Ron Rivera? Right. So you have to start with the positions you mentioned, the assistant GM and, and the uh, assistant director of operations. Is that what that one is, the other one? Yes, Dwight Schrute. Yeah. So two, two more uh, executives, and I think that's fine. And I think the Bills actually do something similar with Brandon Bean. He has guys underneath them, and they all work together. Obviously, these guys have to be on the same page. I think Marty Herney makes some sense, if not as a GM, and J.J. mentioned this on HQ, he could be uh, returned to sort of a scouting role where he's done a really good job in terms of, of stocking the roster. I think right now, knowing what we know, you have to assume that Cam Newton's coming back because he's your best option. You can p- play Will Greer the final month of the season. I would imagine he's going to look a lot like Kyle Allen did just because he's a rookie and hasn't played any football this year. And, and it makes sense to go into the, the offseason with Cam Newton, a legit top-12 quarterback when he's healthy, as opposed to no real plan B, and there's no real option to draft a quarterback at 15 or 12 or whenever they're going to select. Um, two names I want to throw out, though, as possible head coaching candidates and guys who are young and guys who won't come in demanding that they have their GM with them. They'll, they'll 
presumably be willing to work because this is actually a really good organization. Kevin Stefanski, the GM of Minnesota. And on the other side of the ball, Robert Sala, the, 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 um, the DC for Stefanski the 49ers. The OC of Minnesota, but yeah. OC, not GM. Sorry. Yeah. I thought I misspoke. Um, right. So Stefanski's done a great job with, with Kirby Cousins. We've seen that since they fired DeFilippo uh, last year. He came in and Kirby started turning things around. That defense in San Francisco has been amazing and he's been part of that organization. So he understands how it works with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. And, you know, that doesn't mean it's going to necessarily translate, but he's been exposed to it. And I, I would imagine all the, the tests and probes and whatnot that David Tepper has will be able to, to sort of tease that out when he goes through the interview process. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Uh, one other name I like besides I, – I like both of those, Ryan. I like Greg Rowan. Uh, Sean, I think I agree with you that Mike McCarthy's probably not the answer in Carolina. But one other name I think would be interesting is Josh McDaniels. Because, look, obviously he's going to be analytical. He's in the ultimate analytical situation in New England where learning under Belichick for all these years, it's going to take something crazy, not the Colts, to get him out of Foxborough. And the one thing the Panthers have is kind of this smart owner who wants to win at all costs. I think that's what David Tepper's kind of shown in only a year of owning the team. And that's what he had in New England with Robert Kraft. So that's what he's used to is you don't want the owner to be overbearing, but you do want their full support where, you know, Jerry Jones obviously gives his full support, but he's a little overbearing. And so I, I don't think this would be a crazy job for Josh McDaniels. I think if they interviewed him uh, and he took it, I don't think he would uh, back out at the last second. And on that note, if they are looking to shake up the front office and bring in someone else to oversee football operations, uh, Nick, Nick Casario, who is essentially the Patriots general manager, uh, not named Bill Belichick, who the Texans were trying to poach this summer, uh, after they fired their GM, uh, his contract, I believe, is, runs through the 2020 NFL draft, which would be a problem for a lot of teams, right? Cause you want your GM to have say in the draft. But if the Panthers already have, Purdy there, like they would feel comfortable with him running, doing the draft, and then they could bring in Casario in theory um, after the draft. And I'm talking, I'm bringing that up because Breach mentioned McDaniel's. Then I think that would be a good pairing. Uh, but we'll we'll also see if other teams will be in on Nick Casario because I think he reportedly wants to leave New England. Yeah, look, if you could drag Casario McDaniel's out of New England and down to Carolina. And that's not really a landing spot that's going to make Bill Belichick mad, right? I mean, he beat him in the Super. You know, what I mean, like. Not that that matters ultimately, but it does feel like, you know, if you, if you sort of mess with the Patriots, like the Texans did or the Colts did, they'll, they'll, you know, knife you in the back in a, in a, in a dark alleyway. I mean, Perhaps, I let me, let me ask you this. You be Josh McDaniels. I'll be Dave Tepper. Josh, thanks for coming down for the interview. Uh, first question. What happened in Indianapolis? I work for Bill Belichick. 
How can I trust you? I work for Bill Belichick. <laughs> Thank you for coming. <laughs> David, I mean, have, you you ever, have you ever spent a night at a bar with Jim Ursay? You think I want to work with that night? You think I wanted him signing my paychecks? You are a smart man who started your own investment firm and didn't inherit his money. Uh, so I trust you. I think you'll make smart decisions, and I want to work for you. I think Breach is a better salesman than, Br- than Brinson. <laughs> entitled versus not entitled growing up. That's how, that's how, uh. But I also think Brinson was much more accurate though. <laughs> I know Sean McVeigh. In an interview? I don't know Sean McVeigh. I don't know Sean McVeigh. Um, what about Mike LaFleur? Oh yeah, right. Where is he? The Rams? 49ers. 49ers. I forgot that. I forgot that he existed. He was blocked by Kyle Shanahan from, uh, from, from going to the Packers to play for Did we know that his brother's doing a good job? No, we just know he looks like John Breach. That's, yeah. that's the only thing we know. Um, all right. Uh, what about Ron Rivera's future? Because I think New York. Yes, that's the obvious answer. Everyone keeps pointing that out. Um, he worked with Dave, Dave Gettleman. And, uh, oh, I was thinking as a defensive coordinator. You mean just hopping right back into the job? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, well, look, I, I think Mike, Mike McCarthy Probably could have had a job if he'd wanted last year. I think so. Yeah. Um, Andy Reid, different story, but not like crazy dissimilar career paths. Andy Reid got a job immediately and had great success and found a good landing spot. And that's sort of why McCarthy backed out. There weren't a lot of good spots. Um, I think Ron Rivera will get a job immediately if he wants, especially because not even he's not Andy. He is from the Andy Reid tree, um, but he's not. In the sense of like who Ron Rivera is, he's such a perfect fit for a floundering organization like the Giants that desperately needs stability. What about the the Browns then? Yeah, I think the Browns would make a ton of sense. What about Jacksonville? The Jaguars would make a ton of sense. The Falcons would make sense. Every team, the thing is, every team kind of makes sense for him, anyone who's going to be firing their coach because he is a good coach. Yeah, he's an upgrade over whatever you're just firing. I like the Cowboys for, for Ron Rivera. He's conservative. I mean, I know he's River Ron, but I mean, he, he's, he's certainly less conservative than Jason Garrett. And is he someone that, that uh, Jerry Jones could control? I guess is the first question. I feel like Jason Garrett, I mean, Jerry Jones, I, see, I've been getting them mixed up for like two weeks. I feel like Jerry Jones needs some new shiny, like Corvette, not a, but when Ron Rivera starts, you don't need back at it. That ain't going to work. I'm just no? saying, I, I just think. I think Jerry Jones is going to go flashy. He's going to, if he fires Jason Garrett, who is like his, the object of his desires, his affection as a coach, he is going to hire somebody that splashes. I don't know that Ron Rivera splashes. No, he doesn't. I, I would agree with that. I don't think Jerry Jones is hiring Ron Rivera. Um, I do think though that the, the, you know, he worked with, again, he worked with Gettleman. Um, he, you know, you have Daniel, you, you could get an, you could have him actually, I guess you just keep, uh, 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 what's his name? Shula. Mike Shula in there. What about there, them? Right? Like Rivera can just work with his old offensive coordinator, poor Daniel Jones. Um, but you know, like you could get Ron Rivera in there and you feel like he could potentially fix the defense quickly, even though we're ignoring the fact that his defense is hot, hot garbage this year. What about this? Do you think all three of you, do you think he would be an upgrade over Matt Patricia? Yes. Like yes. a giant upgrade. Do you yeah. think Matt Patricia like would be a Going from a, a type, going from a typewriter to a MacBook Air. <laughs> I think Matt Patricia would get a job with Bill Belichick immediately. Anywhere else, though? No. Um, I also don't think that Bob Quinn would fire Matt Patricia for Ron Rivera. Obvious, yeah, I mean, it's not obvious, but they, they have their ties in New England. He probably should, but he probably won't. Yeah. Um, the Jets could make sense. It does sound like Adam Gase is not going anywhere. 
That's a shame, too, because Ron Rivera could do some fun stuff with that defense. Yeah, but at the end of the day, isn't this about the offense? You can fix the defense, but don't you need the offense to score points? Well, yeah, but I mean, you hired Adam Gase and they can't score points. It's Ron Rivera. No, no, I just mean in general, wherever he ends up landing. Yeah, for sure. No, look, it's going to be about, like, that's, if I were a Giants fan, I'd be ecstatic at the idea of Ron Rivera because he's not Jason Garrett, which is the other rumor, but I'd be freaking out because it's like, okay, like they had Mike Shula, Dave Gettleman, and Ron Rivera, and they did make a Super Bowl, but they needed Cam Newton to have this otherworldly MVP season with Ted Ginn as his top receiver. Is this really what we want Daniel Jones to be the ecosystem? I mean, they kind of broke Cam Newton, if you think about it. Like, I think what you need, and I think Ron Rivera actually is a good coach, but he needs to be less hands-on. He needs to be more overseer, manager, because that's the issue. Like Zach Taylor, I don't know if he's a good manager of people just because he doesn't seem to be doing a good job, and I know he was a – we don't even know if he's a good coach, but – he had a pedigree in terms of his coaching career previously, but a lot of times these coaches can't manage, and that's where the disconnect is. People say Freddie Kitchens is a great coach. I mean, he ain't a great manager, whatever the, the consensus is on his coaching ability. So maybe have um, Ron Rivera be like sort of the CEO, hire the right coordinators, guys who are inventive and adventurous and whatever, and just get out of the way. Just take, take care of the discipline and basically be a vice principal at a high school. Wow, uh, great stat here from the Debo has on our rundown because Debo does a killer job. Panthers defense since the Super Bowl 50 appearance, they went 29 and 31 as a team, right? Um, and they had the opponents scored 23.9 points per game, which is 24th in the NFL. Yikes! 348 yards per game, 19th in the NFL. Yikes! 2.0. That was a lot of bad. Uh, it's a lot of bad defense for Ron Rivera's team since he left. I, I think this is also one of the cases where it's like. Sometimes it's just been too long, you know? Oh, I know. <laughs> well, like you said, it's been nine years. That doesn't happen very often in the NFL. Like at what some were you point, doing nine years ago, Sean? Nine years ago. What do you think I was doing? In line for a Star Wars movie. <laughs> was I a freshman at Cal? I was either a freshman at Cal or a senior in high school. No, you're getting I old, married, dude. I married my wife in 2011. Trust me, Sean, it's been too long. <laughs> uh, Your wife would agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> The uh, okay, what uh, hmm. anything else on this? We get out of here. Um, do we, we want to see Will Greer? Yeah, Cam Newton. Do we want to talk about what, what new coach Cam Newton? What do you do? We talked you think, a little bit about that. You think it's his fault? Well, there's a report out there that um, is from Jeremy Fowler of ESPN that uh, that the role of the new coach will quote loom large in the decision with Cam Newton. So I'll be curious, like whoever they hire. You know, if you hire a defensive-minded coach, maybe he veers away from Cam Newton. If you're wow. hiring somebody like, a, well, I'm just saying, like, if you're if you hire Greg Roman, presumably it's because you think Cam can play and Greg Roman can coach up Cam, right? I mean, that would be the the working theory. And if you're hiring, I don't know, uh, Jack Del Rio, for example, right? Maybe he's not rolling with Cam. But I don't know what's Plan B then. Well, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Philip Rivers. But, yeah, Philip Rivers. Look, I, Andy I just, Dalton. <laughs> I just don't think it's, but it's not fair to be like play, Cam's plan A. I mean, Cam's not, we don't know if Cam's healthy. Like, it, well, it's just. Well, for the next month, are we going to see Will Greer? I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why people just, like, I think you can keep trotting Kyle Allen out there. He, do I think easy answer? Probably not. Do I think we know for sure right now? No. Yeah, but this guy's a third round pick. He hasn't played. What do you got to lose? Yeah, why not see? We've already seen, uh, Kyle Allen, an extended sample. And I'm not saying we should write him off completely, but shouldn't you also give Will Greer his chance to do something? Maybe. If you're going to keep Marty Herney, yes, probably. Here's the thing, Sean. If if Will Greer had gone to NC State, 
Prince yeah, Wiggy's right. on the mountaintop, so he should be in the game. They have, they have a young, unproven guy. Like I mean, I mean, he's proven plenty. But it's he hasn't. He's not Andy Dalton. Like he's not. He hasn't been he's around. As good as Andy Dalton, 10, correct? Oh crap! He's not been around for ten years. <laughs> Andy Dalton was drafted the same draft as Cam Newton. Like, what are you doing? Why'd you draft? Why'd you draft Andy him? Dalton has more wins than Cam Newton, Brenton. Ooh, that hurts. Dunked on. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. What you, let me ask you this: Do you think, by the way, Perry Fuel will be the interim head coach? You mentioned that. What do you think this means for the uh, Panthers against the Falcons this week? Panthers are, uh, I believe, plus three at at Atlanta. Double digit win. Like the dead cat bounce sort of thing. I feel like. I sort of think that too. Falcons are dead men walking too. Like if you're if you're Dan Quinn, you know you're getting fired. Ron Rivera got fired. And that's yeah, I, I hate his phone. I hate going for or against a team that just fired its coach because you don't know if they're going to get that spark, the jolt that comes with having an interim coach, or if they just had already given up on the season and they're going to look like they did for the past four weeks. Uh, that th- that is a game I would stay far away from if I was betting on it. I'm going to let you know that the Panthers are going to win because they first they said, "Listen, guys, we're firing Ron Rivera." We're going to elevate North Turner, and they all like, oh. It's like, no, no, just kidding. Perry Fuel. So they're all pumped <laughs> up. So it's going to be double digits, I'm telling you. All right. Uh, let's get out of here. That's the emergency. That's the Ron Rivera has been fired emergency pod. Fare thee well, Riverboat Ron. A nickname that really never fit, to be perfectly honest. He preferred analytical Ron, ironically <laughs> enough. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, Ron Rivera is a good, a good man, and he did a good job, did a lot of good work in the community down in Charlotte, and he will find a job quickly, and we will, I'm sure, have plenty more to talk about with the Carolina Panthers coaching search in the coming weeks. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review, leave a five-star. We'll get to your question. If you got a coaching search question, we'll bring it up. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. See you guys. NTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts